0: Welcome once again to Leto's Law. Here's Steve Leto. It just seems that Carvana can't get out of its own way. Uh, Story now from Jalopnik. My buddies over at Jalopnik wrote this. Andy Kalmowitz wrote it. Carvana apologizes and reimburses Maine woman $2,000 for a series of unfortunate events it caused. (laughs) It's a crazy story. After months of hassle dealing with a broken down car, purchased through Carvana... The mega online retail dealer is finally apologizing and reimbursing a Maine woman for the ordeal of the state of Maine. Uh, the woman bought a 2015 Volkswagen Tiguan from the site in July of this year that broke down just days after the purchase. I'll admit I'm not a huge uh, expert on Volkswagens. So I looked up Tiguan because, you know, a lot of car companies make up names. I was curious to know, a What is a Tiguan? And it turns out that it is a cross between a tiger and an iguana. (laughs) Which, I don't know why you do that. Now, the Germans naming a a vehicle uh, after a tiger makes some sense to me as a historian of World War II. But the iguana part kind of seems to me to kind of go off track. But she bought the 2015 Volkswagen Tiguan from the site in July of this year. And it broke down just days after the purchase. Now, the Boston Globe reports that she was initially promised by Carvana that the company would take care of everything to get the car fixed and on the road. But that didn't happen. The company was supposed to have her car towed from the spot she was told to leave it in. So here's what happened. The Tiguan was finally towed, but Carvana wanted her to pay the bill. And then the car began racking up storage charges. She refused to do that and insisted the charges were Carvana's mistake and responsibility because the story is just a ball of confusion. When she originally ordered the car, she quickly discovered there were enough issues with it to cancel the sale. And keep in mind, Carvana allows customers to cancel sales within seven days. No questions asked. I've always been curious about that because I've seen other car dealers In Michigan that say, you know, we'll let you return a car within so many days. No questions asked. And the paperwork nightmare that that creates is one of those things that really caught my attention. But the fact of the matter is they advertise this. So she gets the car, discovers problems, and says, hey, it's within seven days. I'd like to cancel the deal. However, however, after speaking to Carvana, she apparently was told she could drive it for a few more days. But then the car died. And it died at a gas station. And so she was out running errands, and the car died at a gas station. A Carvana rep on the phone told her to leave the car there, and the company would have it picked up. So she confirmed the instructions and then arranged for a ride home. So she left the car at the gas station after being told to do so by Carvana, she says. Carvana failed to pick up the car at the gas station, which led the station owner to have it towed away. And that's another problem. Gas stations are owned by companies. They're privately owned in that sense. They're not government property. So when you leave the car at the gas station, they're doing you a favor by letting you leave it there. They may or may not care. depends on how much space they've got. Well, they had it towed. So by the time Carvana contacted her in early August, the bill for the towing and the storage had skyrocketed. The Globe reports that a manager at Carvana then told her that her credit could be severely damaged if she didn't agree to pay those fees. Now, she said that felt like bullying, and she, of course, would be right, according to Andy Kalmowitz. And by the way, I agree with Andy on that one. So, she challenged the company to listen to the recorded phone calls that she'd had with the reps to verify that she's right. So remember those recordings that say uh, this phone call may be recorded for quality purposes? (laughs) Apparently those phone calls were recorded for quality purposes. And she's saying, check out the quality of those phone calls. Carvana apparently didn't do that initially and continued to insist that she pay up. And of course, it could ruin her credit. So she paid $1,700. Now, Carvana's position quickly changed after the Globe column was published. Almost 200 readers posted comments online, most of them critical of Carvana. Now, the fact is, is most of them critical. The idea that somebody would post a comment in favor of Carvana makes you wonder how many Carvana employees were told quick respond to this. After all that, Carvana then attempted to make things right. A manager of the retailer who agreed to the apology and check listened to the recordings, looked through over five pages of notes that Smith had taken, and then decided that Carvana should apologize and reimburse her $2,000, which included the 1,700 reimbursement for the towing and storage charges that she had paid and 300 bucks for the headaches it caused her. So she did pay the $1,700 in an attempt to protect her credit, and, you know, that was crazy. So she says, I'm happy Carvana has stepped up to take responsibility, but the reason I shared this with the Globe wasn't only about me. I worry that other people get treated badly all the time. I wanted to show them there's a way to fight back. The Globe also reports it tried to email and call Carvana several times, asking for their side of the story, but never got a response. You know why? (laughs) They're so busy under an avalanche of complaints. They haven't got time to take care of the newspaper because they got to take care of people like Smith. However, Carvana now says it found those emails in their press office spam folder. Spam folder. So they did respond. We care deeply about the experience of every one of our customers. We work closely with Ms. Smith to resolve this issue as we are committed to ensuring that in the rare cases where we don't initially live up to our brand promise, we work to make it right, Carvana said in a statement to the outlet. Now, Smith is reportedly about to lease a car from a local car dealership. So, she's decided to forego Carvana and move on with her life. And, you know, Carvana, I've mentioned this before. I've done a lot of stories about Carvana in different states. They've had their license yanked in a couple states. Uh, They've had a lot of complaints in many states. And there are some things that they're doing which would lead to problems. I mentioned this before. They're routinely buying cars and selling cars in different states in the same transaction. So they'll buy a car from over here, post it for sale, and then sell it over here. And simply doing that complicates it because the titling work process is going to be vastly different from state to state. So it might be that this state over here does the title this way, and this state over here does the title that way. And simply handling the paperwork is a nightmare. And I know car dealers. I've got friends who are car dealers, believe it or not. And I talk to them about the paperwork that they have to do to stay in compliance with Michigan law. So if Carvana is dealing with cars in all 50 states, think about that, as an entity, they've got to deal with 50 different sets of laws. And the guys I know who are dealers in Michigan say that simply dealing with Michigan, one state is a nightmare. But they do it. They learn how to do it. But the point is that it is difficult to get up to speed for one state. So to get up to speed for all 50 would be a lot of work and the sheer volume they're doing and doing this thing where they'll buy a car in one state, post on their website, and someone in another state buys it and they ship it over there. And all this, And I'm not making excuses for them because as a company... Their business plan all along was to do this. So somebody should have quite early on said, okay, there's going to be a couple nightmare scenarios. And if we are as successful as we hope to be with the volume of cars buying and selling, we're gonna be buying and selling, then we're going to need to get up to speed on a lot of compliance stuff. And so this shouldn't have surprised anyone. But I'm simply saying that that is Quite possibly the root of many of their problems. And why they haven't gotten a result, I don't know. It was all, of course, compounded, I would guess, by COVID as well. So I know people in Michigan who are buying or selling a car in Michigan and simply getting the paperwork done in one state where the car was here and got sold here and all the paperwork is here. And that doesn't go smoothly. (laughs) So insert another state into that transaction It just goes off the rails. And then say, oh, we're going to do that, by the way, in all 50 states in high volume. But here we go. This is pretty straightforward that the woman should not have been on the hook for that towing charge and the storage charge. And what's worse about it is there'd be people out there who couldn't have afforded that. She apparently could. She paid it and got the money back. And I'm always a little more upset when I hear a story about a consumer who's in a tough situation, who is told... You pay for that and we'll pay you back. There's people out there who can't afford to pay for things like that. So that's a problem. But it worked out for her because the Globe got involved, the Boston Globe. So once again, it's the media helping out. So that's cool. Andy Kalmowitz wrote this for the Jalotnik uh, website. Great people. Carvana apologizes and reimburses a Maine woman $2,000 for a series of unfortunate events that Carvana caused. Sean sent to me. Thanks a lot. Questions, comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. I can only explain it to you. I can't understand it for you.